Hey guys, it's um, Dominic, and I just wanted to say before this episode starts that the audio is really, really bad in this one. So, I'm editing this on the plane right now, and I just realized how bad it is. So, just stick with us, I guess. Sorry, apologies. The audio will be back to normal next week, or our next episode. Alright, thank you so much. Enjoy the show. The shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show. Well, 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 here we are recording for the first time in person since five months. <laughs> I know. I'm still getting used to you in 3D. I know. I'm getting used to you in 3D. I feel like you've been a flatsy doll to me for like five months. I know. Well, when you came and saw me in person for the first time in five months, you cried. I cried. Yeah, you were crying. There's a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then actually when we walked into the kitchen out of nowhere, there was a glass that broke. Yeah. Fell off the counter and shattered all over the ground. What do you think is up with that? Well, I think they know that our song is Walking on Broken Glass. They know that that's our song. But who's they? That's the whole thing. And we don't know. We really, really don't. And that's okay. That's why we're universalists. (laughs) Speaking of the universe, there was um, a supermoon last night that peaked at 1133. Oh, yeah. I forget if it was. It's not called the strawberry moon, but it's called like the supermoon. Oh, I was was going around last night telling every single person that it was the strawberry moon. It wasn't it wasn't pink. But did you guys see how bright it was? Oh, there was like a purple aura around it. Morgan, though, I know it was about the moon. But what what about the sun yesterday? Were you yesterday? I was walking through Philly. The sun was so bright. It's bright right now, too. It was so bright. And I was thinking, oh, my God, it seems like a scene in the day after tomorrow. This is so weird. I keep saying the day after tomorrow has now come up three times today. I was on the phone earlier and somebody said the day after tomorrow. Then I was just on a work call and somebody brought up the day after tomorrow. Wait, the movie now, or like actually like the day up. after tomorrow, like Friday? The movie that's about the end of the world. <laughs> or th- Thursday. It's the movie that's about the end of the world. And that's making me think, is something going to happen? I don't know. So, did you feel any effects of the moon? Did you set your intentions with the moon? I, you know what? I actually didn't set any intentions. I intended to, and then I forgot to set well, my intentions. You texted me at 11.03 p.m. and said, set your intentions with the moon. And I went outside. I actually set my house alarm off. It was going crazy, and I just wanted to see the moon. And how cute is it that when I walked outside in my backyard, I knew exactly where to look for the moon? I know. Because I grew up just, like, looking at that's it. That's being home. Yeah, you're gonna is. make this place your home. <laughs> Settle down, it'll all be clear. Oh no! So for those of you, <laughs> you want to talk about this real fast? Sure. We were talking about songs, the shit show that was fucking orientation in college. Oh. God. And the songs that they would play, I'm sure that you had experienced them in thought. That was one of the songs, yeah. wasn't it? Settle down. I'll be clear. And then it was, uh, what was it? Oh my God. I can't. Was it like Swedish House Mafia? Something like that. It was David Guetta, uh, Sia, Zed, Dominic, who were the other people? But those weren't, that wasn't the orientation music. That was just the music at the time. We're talking about like, but that was right. But but like the orientation orientation leaders would play them so that everyone like had like a cohesive, Thing in common, I feel. Yeah. 
and it would be like all of the lights. Oh, what was this? oh my! No, not all of the lights. That Ellie Goulding song that was like lights. Oh, I love that song. I did a solo to that song. Aww. I do love that song. Oh my god, you're reminding me so much of Portia right now. It's freaking me out. Portia from the show Search Party. You, we need to. You need to watch this. Me I feel and you like, are in it. I feel like I'm rocking like a um, Audrey Hepburn Breakfast at Tiffany's kind of look. Oh, okay. I can see that totally. Anthony called me high fashion today. I did. So I said that you are extremely high fashion. My, in like the worst way. Well, because Morgan is emaciated. Nothing sticking. Nothing is sticking. Anyway. Jeez. Remember at a period of time, everybody was texting us like, why are you two so skinny? Yes. That was, what was that? Like last, last year. Job, last year. Yeah. People were, that don't normally text us or talk to us. <laughs> Like, you two are very skinny. They would like, reach out and they were like, you two are so skinny. What diet are you on? We're just like alcohol, anxiety, nicotine. Yes. Was, those are, those are the three no tips. <laughs> literally no tips or tricks. It's have a no have tips. A, have a mental breakdown and come back and talk to me afterwards. Yeah, but some people do stress eat. Oh, people do. I well, I do stress eat sometimes. I feel like I've been stress eating lately, but the scale's not changing. I just keep getting concerned that I keep eating. I'm not gaining any Maybe weight. Maybe you just have like an oral fixation. I never got the stress eating thing. Me either. I remember in Camp Rock, the mom, like they were making a bunch of food, like when it was like the premiere or whatever. I forget what it was. For she orientation. Was like, like, <laughs> for camp for orientation. orientation. <laughs> it was like the, she was like, Demi, I got to make it was like a big performance. And she was the, the cook at the camp or whatever. And she was like, I'm making a lot of food. Kids stress eat. And I like remember thinking that. And I would be like, do they? That's so crazy. You remember that. I, like, do they stress I eat? Like, don't I, do that. No. The only time I ever stress ate was when I was like, maybe uh going through my whole breakdown in college and i definitely stress ate you know what my go-to stress eat order was oh what <laughs> i would call this place it was called camp co campus corner oh my god everybody was like let's order from camp co wait was it like a dining hall or was you ordered uh -uh. from there it was like a restaurant like near us like a fast food place and what i would get was on a white bagel i would get a blt what with american cheese extra mayo and then a side of chili and Ew. I would dip the bagel into the chili with cheese and sour cream and eat it and then get a side of buffalo nuggets. And then what? usually, well, that was usually like my first meal of the day, which was at like 10 a.m. Because I was like breakfast bagel. You're so prone. And then, yeah, then for lunch, I would usually go on like a bender and have like go to the dining hall and just get like a bunch of like different, like a pretzel and dip it in honey mustard and then like a soda. And then I would get like a sand, I would get like a salami cheese, mayo, onion sandwich. Are you serious? Yeah, with like cheese its on the side. And then for dinner, I would usually be like, please like somebody go out to dinner. I, like, I don't want to feel alone. Like somebody go out to dinner with me, go to like Chili's or Applebee's, get oh, some onion rings, God. chicken fingers. I don't some, think I ever had breakfast in our dining hall in college. Not once. And then some dominoes for dessert. But keep going. I'm just thinking of. Oh, plane flying over. Hi. And, well, everybody, by the way, we're recording outside. Hi. So if you hear some of the sounds of nature, just indulge yourself because that is what life's all about. Is nature. nature. The universe. Nature, the universe. So you never ate breakfast in college. I, no, wait, not even just breakfast. I, I never. I never ate anything from the dining halls at 
at Penn State. Wouldn't you get embarrassed because you'd be like, I don't want people to know that I eat? No, it wasn't even that. I just never. I would do that. I never leaned in or was bought in by the college culture. atmosphere, culture. Yeah. Like I would go to like a super, they had like a little like supermarket or convenience store and yeah, I would go the there. front of a lot of the dining halls and I would buy things from there and just eat it in my like dorm room or like well, whatever. Was but... just like slightly too far away. Yeah. Don't you think like everything on well, your campus was big? Yeah. Mine was pretty small, but everything was just slightly too you far. Know, that's what, like, <laughs> freshman year, I would walk everywhere and I would be like, oh, it's going to be no different because my like uh, my apartment wasn't that far from where I was before. And then I didn't walk anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things, too, that it's like, well, I don't know. But you, when you were talking about the breakfast thing, I thought you were going to hit on a very specific point, which is eggs. Well, I hate eggs. Yeah. But I also would get nervous to like. So like, I don't like when people I guess like a vulnerable moment is like when you wake up and like you're kind of in like half like, you know, PJs, half knock, go under your first clash. Oh, my God. And it's like you go to the dining hall. It's like that's like an intimate moment. Like growing up, all, the only people we ate breakfast around were our families or like on a, you know, we didn't, weren't going to brunch in high school. Right. And so then like sometimes, you know, you have so a friend true. sleep never... over and then you'd eat breakfast with a friend. But that was yeah. still kind of weird. Like, yeah, I God, the things that people would wear on campus is just like so abysmal. Like but I do, just like sweatpants, like no oh, one yeah. like dressed productively or mm -hmm. like looked put together. But I remember being a freshman and seeing a lot of like the junior and senior girls on campus for my sorority. And they always look so hungover. And I always thought they looked so cool. Oh, yeah. That was like the look. It was I would so try to go that I was look. like, that's so she's like so cool. And then there was like one day I remember specifically I was wearing a white. I'm having deja vu right now. I was wearing a white alpha fee long sleeve shirt because by that point we were able to wear our letters. Oh, yeah. So there was a point where we like couldn't wear. We got into the sorority. and We weren't allowed to wear letters. It was why we weren't like initiated yet or something. Are you in an NDA with <clears throat> alpha fear? Can you talk about it? I think I can talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm in no NDA. There's so no. You couldn't wear the letter. Your sorority was a little toxic. Well, no, that was like a, yeah. a well, Penn State, I think, was just toxic, toxic in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember wearing like a long, a white long sleeve Alpha Phi like crew shirt. Oh, and I cool. thought it was like super cool and vintage. Thing. And it was like passed down by my big and like all this stuff. Yeah. And I was very That's hungover. Cool. And I was like, I hate this. Yeah. I. I hate this. So you thought they looked cool, but then you were actually doing it. It was imposter syndrome. It was like, well, not really. All that. <laughs> I, it's such a funny thing when it was like the meme that's like all, oh, well, it's this season and it's like girls with like the Starbucks and the leggings and this. No, boys all the time. Doesn't matter what season. They all wear the same exact fucking thing. All boys wear the same. The vest, the flannel. Yeah. I the khakis. I, there was a point. There was a where I used to live in Boston, they used to call it like the uniform, like in oh, Southie. Yeah. They do that in New York, the FIDA uniform I, too. Whenever I would try that trend, it just, I never felt like I fit in into the clothing or like the look. Oh, I never wow. felt like I fit into it. But that just goes back to like people wanting to like fit in and be a part of something. But I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, another thing that people often use to fit in and be a part of something is like colloquialisms. And that's mm -hmm. what we were going to talk about today mm -hmm. is these common phrases that drive us fucking nuts. So I want each of us to go around and talk about a common phrase that you hear. And you're just like, why the fuck are you saying that? It makes no sense for me. 
it's every rose has its thorn. And what I say back to you is end your point. Well, obviously, that's so funny. Yeah, that is funny because it's a play on words. If you say end your point, yeah, like your the point. thorn. But I guess my whole thing is, is pointy. When somebody says that, to do you, you it's get like, it? What's your point? <laughs> like, like, OK, I just think I got. I think I just got stung by a bee. <laughs> I think I legitimately 100 percent just got. Does it hurt? Yep. You got stung by a bee. You OK? Where did you get stung? What do we do? I think I'm starting to swell up. Are you serious? Anthony, no, you're not. Is your tongue like bigger? Is it? Let me see. Stick it out. Uh, uh, my throat's closing up. No, drink water. Drink your big gallon of water. You got stung by a bee, but you did it. Have you ever been stung by a bee before? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been outside I, before? I've never been stung by a bee. Ever. I don't think I have either. Okay, my throat's closing up. What? I feel like my lips are getting a lot bigger. Do, do we know if you even got stung? On my back. stung you through your shirt? Uh-huh. <laughs> Does that not happen? I, I mean, so. I think they would penetrate the shirt and then it wouldn't get you. Right. It would like stick to the shirt. Are my lips getting bigger? Let me see. Oh, oh my God. You look like Lisa Renna. <laughs> Did I just get stung by a bee? No, you didn't. Oh my God. He's stress tooling. <laughs> there are bees. Yeah. Bzz. I'm telling you, if this is how I go out, is getting stung by a bee with no EpiPen available. I think you're okay. I think you're all right. Every bee has its prey. Every bee has, every bee has a thorn. <laughs> every bee has its thorn. <laughs> every bee has its stinger. What's your point? Yeah, yeah what's your point? <laughs> That's the promo right there. That's great. Um. Anyway, yeah, I guess my whole thing is people usually say it to you. <laughs> like I would understand it if somebody did this. Okay, let's say you're stuck between two really shitty options, you're right? Stuck between a rock and a hard place. Oh, that's another yeah, one. That's another one. That's we'll get back. To, we'll get back to that one. <laughs> but like, okay, for example, I remember sometimes, one time my dad used it to me in like the wrong context, and no, he used it in the right context. And what it was is I was choosing between two jobs. And I was like, yeah, but like this one is just like so much more comfortable and I like doing it so much better and it causes me less stress and it like pays well, um, uh -huh. but it doesn't pay as good as the other job, though. But the other job just seems too much str more stress and I don't think the money's worth my stress. And he was like, listen, that's the right option. He was like, working is just working. Like if the stress is not worth more money to you, then just take the job with less money and then you're going to be, you know, you're literally part of your payment is not being as stressed. Right. And I was like, that's true. He's like, listen, it may have less money, but every rose has its thorn. Like, that's good for you. But that's fine. Right. But when somebody says it to you, like. Every rose has its thorn, like you look at that beautiful thing, but don't get too close. To right. Because every rose has its thorn. It's like, well, then what is every dandelion have? Blows away. Yeah, it blows away. You can make that's a wish. Well, bad, too. So what's the point? Like, yeah, Rose has a thorn. So does, yeah, every a fire is beautiful, but don't get too close. It'll Th burn this you. This is the thing is like these colloquialisms, it's everyone just seems like too afraid to like lean all the way in. So there's like, it's always about caution. Yes. Like it's always about caution. Every Rose has its thorn. Like be careful. The one that I was thinking was, um, oh, 
like bark. Oh, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Which tree? Who's barking? <laughs> now, how you're, do you do? You're barking up the wrong. You're tree. barking up the wrong tree. Like it means that someone is like looking in the wrong place. They're going to the wrong person for resources or something. Okay, but I thought that it meant like you don't want to mess with me. You're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> See, like all these could mean so much, so many different things. And we just say them. But it's always about caution. Yeah. Like, it's always about caution. Like, like, like yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a penny for your thoughts. That it's, one's fine. You think so? Yeah. A penny for your thoughts. Yeah. But then it's like, what does that even mean? It means, can I pick your ear? Right. Yeah, I just said it again. Can I pick your ear? Yeah, can that's, I pick your ear? That's another one. Oh my god, I'm getting really freaked out. All we do is talk in them. Is that all, all you we do, do is talk in them? You all talk, I do is talk. All you do is talk in them. Because I remember when Anthony brought up like wanting to talk to them, I was like, I can't think of any at the top of my head. I'm trying to think of any that I like use. Like everything happens for a reason. Like that yeah, one. Uh, what about that one? You think that's true? As humans, like we just we constantly are looking for justification. Yeah. So we yes, and we, we look for coincidences. This is like, like the TV show, The Leftovers. The yeah. whole point of the show is that you can't tell if anything is supernatural or if anything is real because what the crazy things are happening to them, and they're mm -hmm. looking for like supernatural explanations for them. Right. And it's like instead of just being like I'm dealing with what's going on, like they're like oh it's a coincidence we look for justification i think because we're constantly looking for patterns i mean like yeah we're looking for patterns like constellations in the sky it's yeah. all like patterns or signs or all that stuff so we lean on these colloquialism i can't even say the word colloquial colloquialisms oh, my throat is closing no you're fine <laughs> it's too much Seen too many throws. Seen seen too much. With I'm looking at other ones. Like biting off more than you can chew. Oh, I just used that in a song lyric. I like that one though. It's what about true. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, that's another one. It's like these caution. poor animals are being used. Like yeah, curious. It was beauty killed the beast. Was it? It's all, every rose has its thorn. It's all <laughs> telling you to steer away from the shiny objects, which I get. Okay, but what happens but to like wanting why to are indulge? You a capitalist? Not everything that glitters is gold. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but what if you don't find that something that glitters enticing? What if you're more attracted to flannels, not sequins? Well, then that wouldn't be for you that colloquialism. But or maybe the, it is. I thought but the it's point like of every plaid has its every plaid has its I don't know. Every plaid has its uh as its Dominic. Okay. This one gets me in a tizzy. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna cross that bridge when we get to it. Now that's kind of one that I like. Well, I don't like it because I know that I do that. Mm, like you <laughs> delay things too much. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'll do it. We're yeah. cross that bridge when we get to it, but What's happening when you're driving and you see the bridge that you know you have to go over and you you get closer and closer and closer and closer I'll tell you to what it. You do you you take a detour. <laughs> I go on ways and you yeah. Just go back. <laughs> I mean, I do that sometimes too. Honestly, we'll I cross mean, that bridge when we I get think to what it. I do like, for example, today I had a, a work. But know. like here, but sorry, sorry, no, I didn't mean no, to cut ahead. you off. No, that was very ahead. rude. But like. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You already know that you're already on the bridge. If you know yes. you have to like cross if it. If you know you have to cross it, you're already you might as well just do it. Yeah. I think though, no, no, it's one of those things though that like let's say that you're 
like you want to go out that night. Yeah. And then, but we don't know what everybody's going to be feeling at like 1 a.m. And like, I really want to go to memories. And right now it's 11. Yeah. And I'm like, but I want to go to memories later, but I'm not dead set on it. So like, depending on everybody out, how everybody's feeling at 1 a.m., yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Like, that's fine. That is fine. But it's like more you like. you actually know that you have to do something and then you're like, well, I'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Like, it should well, have been done already. I'm not good at planning. I'm, hor- I'm horrible at planning. Etc. Yeah. yeah, you say that though, but I don't think you really are that bad at planning. I think you just think that you're bad at planning. So you don't. I would just rather not do it. Yeah. That- ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like I would just rather pass the torch, pass the torch to somebody else. Ding, 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 ding. That's, that's what it, I mean. I'm really good at planning and planning is my coping mechanism is that what I do and it's not in my life, but what I do is I over plan when I know that we have an event to go to or something. I'm like, we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to go here. Then we're going to go here. And I think what really, really, really inflamed that for me was COVID. Like if I'm going to do like a Sunday fun day in the city now, you have to make reservations to go like wherever you want. So I'm like, oh, I got our day planned. We're going to park at 11. Then I'm going to give us like an hour and a half, two hours there. Then we can stroll around the park. If we have a little bit of time, then we're going to go to Dandelion. After Dandelion, uh, after we're there for like an hour and a half, we're going to go to Tradesman's. And after we're at Tradesman's, we're going to hang out a little bit. We're going to go back to that person's apartment. And then we have reservation for dinner at 730 <laughs> at Bud in Maryland's. After that, at 930, we're heading over to Woody's. And then that's the end of our night. You know, which one I do actually like and live by. And I've what? seen it kind of come into fruition in my life is water seeks its own level. I do like that what does one. That mean? So the way that I see it is like if you're if you are like hurt by somebody uh-huh. like a friend or someone like that you're in a relationship with and they hurt you. Yeah. It's kind of like karma a uh-huh. little bit uh-huh. where if you know that this person is like hurting you and they're being like a bad friend, like water will seek its own level. And the fact that like they reap what they sow, uh-huh. <laughs> there's another one. Yeah, so like in high school, there was a girl that, I felt like was bullying me like a little bit like mm-hmm. no one, it wasn't like very public mm-hmm. but it was more like just de- being like very deceiving and controlling and manipulative like behind the scenes yeah and um we actually got in like a very minor car accident in the parking lot oh okay and she treated me like dog shit Be- and it was 50 50 fault we were both you know moving at the same time in the parking lot and in a parking lot it is 50 50 fault i think fact check me you can Fact check me on that. And she <laughs> blamed it all on me and yeah. made me out to be this monster. And I was so upset because we were so close. And you were like, how quickly she turned. So quickly. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, water will seek its own level. And she was really mean to me. I mean, she's doing really well now. And obviously, we're past all of it. But there was a but point the where moment, it was like horrible. At the point, like at that point, I was just like, I wish, you know, you well, know, karma. Now that's water under the bridge. Now that's water under the bridge. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, I guess like (laughs) we'll cross that bridge. (laughs) I guess the other thing that I like, it made me think of something like really crazy is like when somebody like turn, like, I guess that's another phrase too. Like you turn, turn on you like a dime. Yeah. Like that's a very true thing, but I don't know why it's like a dime, but do dimes turn easier than other coins? Yeah, I turned on you like a dime. Turned on you like a dime. Or flip flip a flip of a switch. Yeah, flip of a switch. That one makes sense. When people do that though, it's I don't understand like that capacity because I don't have that capacity. To flip things I've on and maybe off. Maybe done it 
one or two times, but it was for a reason where I like flipped a switch on somebody, but I knew that I eventually was going to flip the switch back. Yeah. Like, I think that I've had so many people do it to me. Maybe it's a me problem, but no. like somebody will be acting. I mean, you've had people act like this towards you too. Like yeah. where, and I just don't have it in me where somebody's acting one way towards you and you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then all of a sudden at the blink of an eye, it's just like turned on you like a dime. Right. Flipped a switch. And then you're like, oh my God, who is this person? Yeah. Like, I don't know this person. And you're right. like, what happened? And then you're like, wait, was I wrong? And then you're like self-questioning and you're, what's well, a colloquialism to describe that? You're, what? Questioning? Yeah. Gaslighting? Yeah. <laughs> no. We use that one a lot. Um, Let's see. Like, let's think of one. It freaks me out. Like when people do that, yeah. I'm like, what, what What are you doing that for? Well, like, like, where'd your emotion go? What about this? Balls in your court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Balls in but your like, court. But like, is it? Like yeah, what if it? what no, if I choose actually in your court. what if the ball is in my why don't you come over and get it? Well, and since <laughs> when do people play basketball in two different courts? We're playing a game together. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're playing like it takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. I do like that one. I don't think that that's true. I think that that's used to oppress. This is where what this is what I was telling you on the phone the other day. Some phrases are used to oppress people. Takes two to tango. It takes two to tango is a gaslighting oppressive phrase. And why? It's because when somebody gets assaulted or when some, like, you know, it's usually used in, in those kinds of phrases. Mm -hmm. Somebody, you know, and well, it takes two to tango. Yeah. You know, they got a little too drunk and, you know, it was both of their faults. Takes two to tango. No. Right. No, 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 no. Because somebody was too drunk to dance. That's what happens there. But that's a very specific thing. <laughs> that's what, yeah. But people do use that. Now, I do think it takes two to tango in certain scenarios. Right. Like. Like consensual scenarios. <laughs> yeah. And consensual scenarios. Like when I, you know, sometimes somebody's reaction is based off something that I did or vice right. versa. That's right. when it takes two to tango. Yeah. But then. But. The phone works both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I can't. <laughs> or, um. Not to play devil's advocate. Oh, man. It's the worst one. Devil's advocate. Dominic, you take away that one. What? Aren't explain you the devil's advocate? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Explain, explain that one to us. Oh, devil's advocate? I don't know. It's like playing like the other side, I guess. Yeah, but for what? Like, I get it when it's like this. What? Well, they say devil's advocate because usually you're taking the wrong side or like the side that's like risky, edgy, risky. risky. Yeah. What about the angel's advocate? Like, what if you see a friend doing something that's going to, like, ruin their life? And you're like, just to play, like, angel's advocate? Maybe we shouldn't do that. Or, no, I think what actually makes more sense there is saying, let me play devil's advocate. Because they're doing something that they think is right. Okay. So then you're like, well, let me play a little devil's advocate with you here. Don't well, do that. I think it's supposed to be because it's like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Yeah. It's like they're going with the angel, but it's like, let me let me play the devil in your ear. Right. Yeah. And it's like, why? But it's become not that way. Like, I feel like it's now just become now you say like, something when you have opposing opinions. Yeah. This is what people do it when it's so unnecessary. Like when people are discussing like gay rights in class or something. And then somebody's like, well, let me play devil's advocate here. And it's like, no, that's where you're. You don't need to play devil's advocate. Right. But people do need to play devil's advocate when it comes to something like this. Let's say this. We're at the shore together. Mm -hmm.
we want to go out to dinner and then we want to go out after. Okay. And then half the group is like, I really want to go to Stephen Cookie's and get like a really good dinner. And half the group's like, let's just like eat at home and then go to Maynard's after. And then I'd say, let me play devil's advocate. What if we went to tomatoes? That's like a going out atmosphere. No, that's compromising. That's yeah, but compromise. people use devil's advocate to compromise yes, now. And or so they, right. think, so they think they're compromising. They think they're compromising. You're right. Or it's an excuse to say your opposing opinion. It's yes. You know, and people do it on scenarios that you really just shouldn't do it in. Like there's certain scenarios that are just different. Right. You know? Okay. So there's one here that I'm reading. It says add insult to injury. Oh, wait, what's that's from a song I, lyric. Add insult to injury. I thought that it, I thought I the saying was I've salt. Seen. Oh, to add injury. salt to in, add salt to your wound. Oh, add salt, adding salt to your wound. You're thinking about salt to the wound. That's add another insult one. to injury. I think adds insult to injury means like you kick me while I'm down. <laughs> when someone <laughs> makes a bad situation even worse. Yeah, so kick me while I'm down. <laughs> oh my god, all we don't do beat a dead horse. Don't beat a dead horse. <laughs> no, don't oh beat. My a, oh my god, we're I'm we're like spiraling. This is like a Twin Peaks episode. Uh, I'm getting stressed out. Let me blow <sighs> off some steam. Yeah, blow off some steam. <laughs> What's okay, team? we're going off of this. Um, what there's like not even colloquialisms. I don't know even if this counts, but just like a phrase, like when people are like, like, oh, you screwed the pooch. What does that mean? I don't know, but we use animals so often in yeah. these. Like, like, cats who, are getting killed. Who fucked Pooches the dog? Getting... Or shit the bed. Shit the bed. Shit the bed. Screwed the pooch. Screwed the pooch. Like I fucked up. Screwed the pooch. Yeah. Why? why did that, where'd that? that come from? Like shit, the bed makes more sense. I really don't understand the emperor wears no clothes. No, I, I sometimes I the use em- it, and then what they're like, mean? exactly. People like, the I. Where do you not get it? It's like the I don't story get it of the emperor. Wait, whatever. can I tell you what I think it is? Okay, I used to work for a client who was not actually famous, but everything we did for her, we treated her like she was so famous. Is that the emperor wears no clothes? Yeah, kind of. It's like it's like I think the story is I I don't I may be wrong. The story is like supposed to be like oh like the emperor is like wearing all these garments like like the the most rich garments. So one day he goes out naked, and he's saying like like oh like aren't you like impressed to how like my robe is? Oh, so this is and just like, and they're like yeah just- it's beautiful or whatever, but he's actually just completely naked. It's like trying to just like impress with someone yeah because they're like higher oh like like that's basically what it is how he's like i did this i did that i did that he didn't do any of it and then it's like the emperor wears no clothes i had no idea that's what it meant i didn't even i I haven't heard that in so long i'm pretty sure that's what it means yeah it makes sense daddy tried to explain it to uh for everybody listening to the podcast if you ever hear us say daddy or mommy my my mom does that we just that's just a thing me and dominic do it's not like a weird we're thing Italian. we're Italian. Italian the clothes daddy was explaining it to us and he did it one time we were out to dinner and i made him explain it like 15 times i still didn't get it he was like the, the emperor has all these garments <laughs> <laughs> and then one day he's naked and everybody's like, look how beautiful these clothes are. Emperors with no clothes. And I was like, who? <laughs> My dad always says you don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> what? It's just like you don't want to bite up more than you can chew. 
Oh yeah. It's kind yeah, of the I same heard thing. that Britney Spears' parents, when they were talking about like starting her career, they were like, it was a lot of like Robin Peter to pay Paul. Right. And you're like constantly like switching like, things up. Like, you're like still you're climbing. climbing yeah. yeah. Like it was kind like, no, it, basically, essentially the modern day version of that is when I uh, <laughs> take out of my savings yeah. to go out to dinner. Yes. It's like, it's like <laughs> that, that phrase, <laughs> the Peter Paul phrase is like, uh, uh, one step forward, two steps back. Oh, but I like that one because it's it can it can be literal. Like I feel like we're playing Mother Goose. What is that one? One, one foot in front yeah, of the other. One foot <laughs> in front of the other. That, that would be like Mother Goose. It's like Simon Says. But it oh, was like, it was like Simon Says and Red Light Green Light put together. Oh, remember that or Red Rover? What was Red, Red Rover, Rover? Red Rover. Red Rover. Red Rover. Something. Red Rover. That, Red was that like a drinking game? I think. I think that is now. They're all, all drinking I know is games. That I wouldn't be caught dead using any of these phrases. I'm dead. In a couple of years <laughs> wouldn't be caught dead. Wouldn't be caught dead. We're calling an ace of spade. What's that? Don't call ace. You're calling ace of spade. I don't know exactly what it means. It's just. <sighs> they better stop. Your guess is as good as mine. We're, we're just living in <laughs> metaphors because we don't know what else to do. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, basically, these colloquialisms are the um, equivalent to astrology. No, we're, okay. We're like just holding on to some sort of justification or faith in something. Yes. You know? Yeah. That's I mean, how I feel. And I think a lot of these things are, you know, letting us know that like there's no use in crying over spilled milk. <laughs> and we should just cut to the chase and, uh, you know, Live and let live. Yeah, live and let live. <laughs> on, uh, I gotta get on the the website. Your guess is good as mine, but speak of the devil. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think what we did here by talking about colloquialisms was we kind of killed two birds with one stone. We really did, but you know what? I think we're done beating a dead horse here. <laughs> yeah, I think we're beating a dead horse. <laughs> so. You know, it's six to one, half a dozen to the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, but so, you know what? When pigs fly is when we'll stop doing yeah, when this. Yeah, pigs fly is when we'll stop talking about <laughs> yeah. this. Or when hell freezes over. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When hell yeah. freezes over. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in the heat of the moment, we can really do anything. <laughs> you know what? I really look like you need to blow off some steam here. Oh, I really could. Well, drastic times call for drastic measures. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, they all fit. That's the problem. Like, we're laughing yeah, right now. The like, they all fit. They all fit together. And that is like the worst part of this because like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to give us the benefit of the doubt and say that putting these in real life situations <laughs> is a piece of cake. However, you know, we just can't see eye to eye on that. Opinion. Yeah, But you know what, Dominic, don't don't cry over spilled milk. OK. Oh, I wouldn't be caught dead crying over spilled milk. Mm. I guess our point is, guys. Use your own words. I think we just need to see eye to eye here. Use your words. <laughs> Use your words. Don't depend on these colloquialisms to get you through. Because in a job interview, what they're going to say to you is every rose has its thorn. And he's a great candidate, but he just can't speak in his own words. <laughs> Six to one, half a dozen to the other. <laughs> what is that one? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's like it's like saying it's like saying that if you have like six eggs, it's yeah. like some people call it half a dozen. Some people call it six days. You're like, ah, same thing. Potato, 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 <laughs> tomato, 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 t
All right. So if you want to subscribe to the shit show podcast, it's raining cats and dogs. Yeah, but don't. <laughs> and hear us attempt to try to stop using these colloquialisms in our new episodes. You can go on to www.itunes.com. <laughs> itunes.com slash shit show podcast. I don't think that's the link. Just search shit show podcast and subscribe. 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 Exactly. Don't be. I'm trying to think of another one. I'm like scrolling be- on my phone here trying to look for more of that or just ridiculous. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Anthony Lario, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-A-R-I-O. You can find me at morgue underscore Lamada. That's M-O-R-G underscore Lamada, Lamoda, tomato, tomato. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can find Dominic on Instagram, too, actually. Yeah, I don't you- think you've ever promoted your Instagram. <laughs> one. I promoted it once, but every time I'm about to, Anthony ends the recording. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to jump the gun there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Dominic Lario, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-L-A-R-I-O. All right. So we'll just cut to the chase with this one. We've been holding something back. Uh, we're not going to have an episode next week. We're going to be on vacation. So what you can do for us in lieu of downloading an episode next week is go back and listen to an episode that you really, really loved and share it with a friend. That's your thing. And we'll be able to tell if you did it or not by our download numbers. Sounds good. And it, you need to catch up maybe. Maybe you need to catch need up to on catch the episode. Yeah, we have uh, my friend Sam. Um, I think Samaj is is going back and listening to. He's my Instagram friend. He's going back and listening from the beginning. Birds of a feather. Yeah, birds of a feather fly together. <laughs> Stick to the status quo. <laughs> Goodbye. Stick to your guns. <laughs> the shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show. <laughs>